Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring: a laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Umar Ahmed, IFL TV, MTK Global. Sorry, 35 minutes yesterday weren't enough. Well, I think you sat down with a tank early, didn't you? I did. Q&A, Twitter Q&A. Looking well, look. Over there, look. Looking well. There's no barnet. What do we think? What was that? Who was in the gym this morning? It was me, Frank, and Devin Haney. I saw that. All quite similar, really, you know? <laughs> yeah, you and Frank. Hour of card, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Got Devin's like nine stone ten next to us, like pinging along. Well, let's talk about uh, this card in uh, Maryland tomorrow night. Devin Haney headlines. Talk to him about it. I think Devin Haney is like the next big American star, really. But I'm looking forward to seeing him close up because, you know, there's always a lot of hype for young guys coming through who are showing a lot of potential. I think the difference with Devin is he's 20 years old and he's already 21 and 0. That is really unique. Mm. And it actually goes back to fighters like, I don't know, Canelo, who started at, what, 16 in Italy? And he. Uh, Italy? Italy. <laughs> in Mexico. <laughs> I was just thinking about tickets for Italy that are going on sale today. Just to let you know, available now on the website. Um, so yeah, fighters that have just—I mean—he boxed most most of his early years in Mexico, Devin, before he was able to fight in America at 18. So my only concern is that he's obviously miles away from his peak at 20 years of age, but he wants to fight Teofimo Lopez, he wants to fight Lomachenko, he wants to fight Luke Campbell now. So these are the fights that really show us. Like, Moran's a good fighter, went the distance with Pedraza. I think he's a perfect guy to show us exactly where Devin Haney's at. If, if Haney wins comfortably, he is ready for that next step up. You know, the WBC have ordered an eliminator between him and Abdullayev uh, for the winner of Campbell Lomachenko, and they want those kind of fights. So, you know, I'm not really here to say, no, you can't, I can't do that anyway. So it's going to be interesting to get a good measure against Moran of where he's at. Mm. Um, to very important heavyweights on the card as well. Of course, one in Michael Hunter, who nearly got the AJ fight recently. 
fighting Fabio Maldonado. He's a bit of a crazy motherfucker, to be honest with you. I mean, he's a, he's a former MMA fighter who's taken to boxing. Went the distance with Oscar Rivas, so he's obviously got a decent chin about him. But actually, it's the first time that Mike... Jeez! <laughs> it's the first time um, Michael Hunter hasn't really had to, like he said the other day, step up on a step ladder to try and punch someone. It's someone who's got similar size to him. So I expect him to, to, to win comfortably against Maldonado. Really interested to see Philip Hergovic. I mean, met him for the first time yesterday. This guy is a fucking beast. Animal. Beast. I mean, you look at him, he's got, he's got all the sort of credentials, hasn't he? Of Vladimir Klitschko and the Klitschko's size, look, I mean, you would not want to cop a right hand off this geezer. And uh, he's fighting Greg Corbin, who came back from a long layoff to fight Charles Martin, uh, got disqualified him against him, actually. Been over sparring with AJ, had a good camp. Um, looking forward to seeing that. And then the women up again, unification fight, Jessica McCaskill uh, against Anahi Sanchez. Both girls had really good fights with Katie Taylor. It's WBC and WBA. Um, uh, like welterweight championship, you've got Danny Arjelusinov on the card as well. You've got Lorenzo Truck Simpson as well on the card. So I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing mostly Devin Haney because obviously there's been a lot of hype about him since we signed him and a lot of hype about him full stop. Eddie, one question on Danny Arjelusinov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, why isn't he boxing on a Golovkin card? New York, lot of Kazakh. So, it's like an internal thing. I don't really know too much about it, but I think, look, we've got a couple of fighters on the Golovkin card and for some reason, he wasn't one that wanted to be accepted by a Triple G promotion. So, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that sometimes there's deeper stuff than, than even we know about. So, you know, I saw his interview with yesterday saying he hasn't been on big cards. Mm. Quite frankly, I think he has to improve his performances. You know, he's been getting a lot of opportunities. He says he hasn't been on big cards, but it's quite a big card. The Philly card was a big card. The Boston card was a big card. Okay, he boxed on two smaller next-gen shows, but... To be honest, Dumar, what happens is, with all these young kids we've got, the ones that put in unbelievable performances and make everyone go, wow, are the ones that you stick on the bigger cards. The ones that, quite honestly, brutally, honestly, you get excited about quickly. You know what I mean? So they're the ones, wow, 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 and you're like, right, fucking hell, you're on there. You know what I mean? The ones that, if you don't perform, you don't get as good enough slots. It's not, it's not just boxing, it's life, isn't it? So well, are you adjusting to the pro ranks still? Yeah, 100%. Now look, mate, Danny Arjelusinov is an unbelievable fighter. He's one of the best amateurs in recent times, Olympic gold medalist. But he, in my opinion, he's just stuck a little bit between styles. You know, trying to sort of sit in a pocket and be a puncher, which he's not. I think he actually, and this is probably against what I first thought, but I think he needs to revert back to that style that won him everything as an amateur. I mean, look at the people he beat in the amateurs. You know, I mean, he's, he's an outstanding fighter. He's just adapting to the pro ranks. But his performances haven't been the performances that I thought they would be. They haven't been poor. They just haven't been what I thought they would be. He's not setting the world alight. No, he's not. He's not setting the world alight. But it's early days. And by the way, he's on the verge of stepping up. So that's okay. Um, but, you know, You've got to go out there and you've got to look good and you've got to knock people out. I mean, that's the, the basic rule of entertainment mm. in this sport. Mm. So, you know, and the ones that do will get better opportunities, will get faster opportunities, will get better deals because people want to watch them. It's not rocket science. Yeah.
spoke to Tom Little before I came out to America, <laughs> and a uh, couple of things on Tom Little. Firstly, he said Hergovic. Mm. Of everyone he's fought, everyone he's sparred, it's the best heavyweight he's yeah. been in the ring with. A lot of people think Hergovic is the best heavyweight in the world already, which is quite mad because he's had, what, seven fights? How old is he? Late 20s. Um, and it's too early to say. But even people like, listen, AJ thinks Hergovic is a brilliant heavyweight. Rob McCracken thinks Her Hergovic is a brilliant heavyweight. But some, sometimes people don't want to talk about him because they don't really want him to be a problem. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. So, like, you know, you've got like, people like Joe Joyce's team saying, oh, no one will fight Joe Joyce. Fight Hergovic. He'll fight you. Do you know what I mean? On July 20th. Or whenever the show is, July 13th. Well, you put him on the Frank show, yeah? Yeah, no problem. All right. Because he wants to fight all these guys. But no one really calls Hergovic's name because they all go, fuck me, Why he's a fucking monster. Yeah. So, I'm excited to have that monster. Because it's a lot better to have them to not have them. You know? Mm. So, <coughs> we're working closely with uh, Kali and Nissa Salen with Hergovic. He's ready to fight. You know, this is his American debut. I may box him um, on the Lomachenko Crawler card, uh, Campbell card, if we get that sealed for the UK, which should be end of August. Um, and I, all around the world. He's a, he's, a, he's a tremendous heavyweight. He will be fighting for the world heavyweight title within 18 months, unquestionably. On Joyce, did you see Sam Jones' comments about Chisora's offer seven figures for that fight? I don't know, I don't, you know, that, that goes through David Day. David Day, yeah. Okay. But uh, I don't, you know, Sam gets told a lot of stuff, do you know what I mean? Like, Sam's not in charge of making the offers, and Sam's done a good job with Joe, you know, but Sam could get told anything by these guys. You know, oh, we offered him, and you know, we offered him. I mean, Alexander Povetkin, I spoke to his team, he's up for fighting Joe Joyce. I think mean, Carlos Takam was up for fighting Joe Joyce. He had a fight fell out. So they can't be trying too hard. I think they're getting Jennings for that fight, yes, for that chance. Yes. I mean, look, Jennings just got ruined by Oscar Rivas, but he's a decent fighter, do you know what I mean? I mean, it's not a fight that's going to set the world alight, but it's well acceptable. He's only for, had what yeah, I mean. Yeah, for a fighter. But it's just, you know, Joe's, what, is he 8-0, 9-0? 8-0, 9-0. he's a couple of fights ahead of Hergovic. So, you know, I think Joe's moving at a great pace. I do. And I do think... Joe genuinely wants to fight these top guys, as does Sam. Mm. But it's not always that easy because there's not a lot to gain out of fighting Joe Joyce. This is a problem you have with Josh Kelly, Joshua Boatze, all these guys. Got fighters look at them and say, we're 7-0, 8-0, 9-0. Well, if I lose to a 7-0 guy, I'm done. You know? But, you know, if um, if Joe, if Sam needs an opponent, Hergovic, I believe, will take the fight. Um, I think Povetkin will take the fight. Takam. Takam, but you've got to pay up. You know, we pay up, so everybody else has got to pay up. So you've got to pay up for those kind of fights. And I don't know whether they've got, you know, they're going to do the numbers to pay up. But if they want to invest in Joe Joyce, they've got to pay up. And they can pay up. I mean, Hergovic won't even be expensive. We can even talk about us subsidising the, you know, the, the purse for that. Povetkin will be expensive. He should be. He's a quality fighter. Takam is quite lumpy, but you've got to pay up. Have you seen uh, the name Coogan's given to Sam Jones? Oh, well. Primark had Eddie Earn. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> Sam <laughs> like embraces Sam. it. Though. I like... No, Sam's alright. I mean, he's, he's, he's just... Um, he reminds me a little bit of me when I started with Audley Harrison. You know, just <laughs> like you go into this wide world, you're so excited, and then after a while you sort of realise, fucking me, this game's unbelievable. <laughs> um, but he's just out there doing his thing, he's grafting. Anyone that's out there grafting, hustling away, trying to make a living, 
good luck to him. Now, are you putting on Tom Little, Lucas Brown? No, no. Uh, I've been speaking to Tom Little. I was going to do Tom Little against Zhang. Oh, right? the a while ago. Yeah, yeah. And then we were going to do that on July 20th. Then I was going to do Tom Little against Fabio Wardley for the English title. And then Tom came on and said, look, I might be fighting Lucas Brown. So I said, look, maybe we'll do that on July 20. And he was like, oh, I'd love you to do that. But I don't know what's been agreed to Channel go where. Channel 5 are doing it at your call Oh, now. are they? Yeah, maybe. But it's a weird one, Tom Little, Lucas Brown at your call, but. Yeah, well, but, but Lucas is coming off, you know, a, another defeat to, not, no disrespect to Dave Allen, what he is at the moment, which is a very good domestic heavyweight, British domestic heavyweight. So he hasn't really got anywhere to go. So he, yeah, I think there's no problem with Lucas Brown fighting Tom oh, Little. Decent, Tom's yeah. coming off what four defeats, but let's be honest, the he's price been slung thing. in. Yeah, but prior, yeah, but he was he was going to lose the Price fight. But still, look at the level he's fought at. Price, Hergovic, Dubois. Who was the other one? Someone else. He got Yoka. No, he ain't boxing. But no. anyway, anyway, look, he's Tom's been slung right in. And Tom can fight, so, you know, um, we'll see. He can send voice notes too, Tom. He's hilarious, he's hilarious. Let's go through some. Because I think he was showing you um, my ones, wasn't he? Yeah. He's a funny bastard. Yeah, he is. I saw the Lucas Brown one that he sent the other day. Put it on your mic. Let's have a little deal up today. I'm in a I'm in a mood to make deals today, so make me an offer. It's like Terry Tibbs, isn't he? Talk to me. Terry Tibbs. Get you down here. You got a Maserati 420. Talk to me. <laughs> Quickly on Devin, um, yeah. yeah, Moran did really well against Pedraza, won some rounds. Obviously, Pedraza did really well against uh, Lomachenko. Yeah. Devin, uh, he put in his press release that he's the best lightweight in the world currently. He's 20 years old, but he's unbelievable. But it is early days, and my job is to talk fighters up and for them to perform under pressure. We've seen this year a couple of fighters, matron fighters, and, and fighters around the world, who have had, to, have had their chance to step up and failed. Let's talk Sunday and we can reflect on how good Devin Haney was last night and how good he may be in the future. You mentioned Fitzy, him and Brian Rose, yeah, uh, we Jack Massey, Coley. Yeah. yeah, so um, it's likely that a fighter on the June 1 card will headline Manchester on July 6th. So we obviously have to wait for that. Um, two fights that have been announced for the undercard is Lawrence Coley against Jack Massey, British Commonwealth Cruiserweight title and the West Lancashire derby between Fitz and Brian Rose, yeah, Blackpool yeah. v Preston. So there's a couple and there's two other big title fights to be announced on that card other than the headliner. So it's going to be a big card July 6th in Manchester. What's going on with Martin Ward? Martin Ward, we want to fight and we sort of say agreed with Joe Gallagher to do the Martin Ward-Stephen Smith fight. Oh, yeah. It's just whether Stephen needs another fight in between time. So that's another fight that we hope will be on July 6th. And Crawler still debating his future? Yeah, I did have a little cheeky conversation with him. Said, you fancy uh, boxing on July 6th in Manchester? So I'm not sure. I think he's out in New York next week. So I'll chat to him. I think um, you know, whatever he decides to do, we'll, we'll support him 100%. Now, I had a few tweets yesterday uh, about Kel Brook. He put a tweet out himself a couple of weeks ago. Did you see that tweet? 
about which one? Yeah. Oh, the regulatory. Yes. Yeah. Some people are saying that he's left you. No, it's not, that had nothing to do with us that tweet. But you know, Kel will support Kel whatever he does. Like, he wants the Terence Crawford fight. You know, he might fight the Amir Khan fight, but you know the problem is he can't get himself up for fights unless they are the Crawford fight or the Khan fight. You know, he's supposed to fight the Garden and never really got round to it. So. What do you mean? Well, it just, it, you know, it wasn't going to be a big fight. And it was like, I just, you get, I think sometimes you get to a stage in your career where it takes you a little bit more to get into camp and to get going and to motivate yourself when you have no fear or you have no, I'm oh, sorry, desire is the wrong word, but, you know, Kelly's always been someone that needs to be motivated. Buzz fighter. Yeah. And in that respect, he needs a challenge. I think that's the best way to put it. Mm -hmm. So we need to try and provide a challenge for him. You mentioned Khan, did you see uh, Virgil Hunter's comments? Yeah, yeah. You know, Amir is one of the busiest people I've ever met. Like, have you seen him? He's everywhere. everywhere. I know. So I think what Virgil's trying to say is, you know, he does his camp, trains, and by the way, we all know Amir trains so hard, like he puts 120% mm -hmm. in, but then in between those camps, he's off doing his charity work and his, you know, appearances and stuff like that. So he, sh he needs to focus on the sort of off time to try and improve his, or work on stuff with Virgil. I don't think, the problem is now, Umar, you do an interview and you're, you're the king of this with a clickbait, do you know what I mean? But so things get taken madly out of context. But everyone's doing it, so. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you've got to do it. That's no excuse. It's the game. I see it sometimes with uh, certain websites I won't mention. I've had to ring them up sometimes, say, what the fuck are you doing? They put a headline out, you haven't even said it. But it's like in relation to... Yeah, but at least with our ones, you do say it. Not it might really. Be... Yeah, you do. Not really. Not your ones. They're which, the worst. What, which ones? All of them. But, <laughs> you, but you... I know what you're trying to do. You're thinking, right, how can I get most people watching this video? It ain't <laughs> fucking rocket science, is it? <laughs> um, so. Right. Gary Russell Jr. Um, yeah, free I've, agent. Oh, you everyone, to him? Everyone's been on me. Oh, you signed Gary Russell Jr. Is it, you, you met him in Washington. I went, no. Like, he'll be at the show on Saturday, I'm sure, and we'll have a chat and... We'll see. Okay. Be a good signing if you get him. Great signing. Very good fire. Last one, Pacquiao Furman mm. on Fox pay-per-view. What do you make of that? Is it a pay-per-view fight? Um, it's hard for me to say because last time I sort of criticised Broner against Pacquiao, saying, well, you tried to sign Pacquiao. I did. Yeah. I said something in an interview yesterday, and when Pacquiao fights now, I just see it more... It's a really weird thing to say, but like as an exhibition, does that make sense? Like he's achieved so much, so I don't know what he's what what is he trying to. Well, he achieve. wants that Floyd rematch, doesn't he? Which I don't think anyone wants to really see. But like, I would, I don't know. Maybe because he's doing his stuff as a senator, or maybe he's just I don't know. I just rather see like Thurman against Spence, Spence yeah. or Thurman against even Thurman against Crawford. Porter again, or Thurman against I don't know. Crawford or Thurman against Mikey or I don't know. Just think with Manny, just everything seems a little bit like let's roll Manny out for another pay-per-view. But then if you were trying to sign him, what were you trying to do with him? Put him in different fights. You know, a... Certainly a different fight to Broner. I don't listen, I think Pacquiao Furman's a really good fight. It's $85 on pay-per-view. Maybe it's just because we're British, Umar, like, and I know how much stick we get for a 20 $25 pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, fuck, how do you get away with that? How do you get away with Thurman against Pacquiao for $85? What's that? 70 quid? 65 quid? Can you imagine if I rolled that one out? 
Jesus Christ. Pop the gang in. Yeah, no. All right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but, but listen, Pacquiao's a legend and Furman's a really good fighter. And it is a good fight. I just... For $75, what, yeah. What happened was, right, I yeah. said that Pacquiao versus Broner doesn't excite me. And it didn't. It wasn't I, a great fight. No, really. but it didn't excite me. And actually, Thurman against Pacquiao doesn't really excite me, but it is a good fight. Much better fight, obviously. Yeah, than but I'm, I'm not, when I say that, it doesn't mean I'm not saying it's oh, it's not a good fight. But would I get excited and pay $85 for that on pay-per-view? No. Imagine if they just put that on Fox. Great, yeah. No. How many views did Wilder Brazil do? Do you know? Showtime it figures. It really poor. What was it? 850,000. It was less than the Stavern fight. Less than Stavern fight? Yeah, less than the Ortiz fight, less than the Stavern fight. Because that, that number that they included had all the digital views in, and the reported Stavern fight didn't have the digital views in. It shocked me, really, because Wilder's profile, to me, has gone like that. It's gone through the roof in the last year. Well, especially the comments he was making before the yeah, fight. Yeah, but I thought that would have rated really well. well. You know, I mean, they didn't sell many tickets either. But for me, Wilder's profile has gone skyrocketed in the last year I would have expected him to do really good numbers on Showtime it was reported he earned a figure of 10 million dollars he was getting what 20 from design maybe more might have earned more I don't know good luck to him no but he was getting 20 from design for that yeah. fight wasn't it for Brazil fight so you're saying he took half well that's the reported figure 10 million dollars rumours 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 rumour mill we love her at IFL alright at the end we'll catch a word with you tomorrow night cheers man. mate thank, thank you, you. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.